0: Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, psychologist, relationship coach, attachment theory expert, creator of the ESL Relationship Method, author of Love Magnet and Athletic Wear Connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract a healthy relationship. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. Buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Today's episode is a fun one, y'all. We are going to talk about how to have a terrible relationship. Obviously, I will give you what to do instead but I think sometimes we learn better if we think about like what not to do, right? So we're going to dive into it, what not to do. I want to obviously cheer you on and let you know that January is a very special time inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. We have an incredible offer where you will get the morning alignment journal mailed to you and my morning alignment bonus course, which has never been released. You get this at no cost in addition to the program coursework. And this is something that has totally changed my life. And I always hear from our clients that it is one of their most favorite parts of the program. So this is a great time to just say, hey, 2024 is going to be different. I'm not going to do the same things I've always done. I'm not going to get on the dating apps and get off of them. I'm not going to blame myself. I'm not going to spiral. I'm not going to say, woe is me. I'll never find someone. I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to become securely attached so that I can finally attract the kind of relationship I deserve. So I'm rooting for you. I am here ready to serve you. All you have to do is apply to the Empowered Secure Love program. Yes, we have an application process because we can only take a limited amount of people and we are really careful about who we will take because we want to make sure that it's the best fit for us and the best fit for you. Um, so don't wait. Spots are limited. You can apply using the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. What to do to have a terrible relationship? Here's here's what you would do. Make someone else responsible for your happiness. Make your partner the reason if you are happy or not. Ooh, that one burns. How many of you have been there? You've done that. AKA codependency, right? if I want a terrible relationship, I'm going to say that my happiness depends on whether or not my partner is happy, my partner approves of me, whether or not my partner feels good about their life and their career and their health. And also my happiness is going to depend on whether or not I'm spending all my time with my partner and we're Always together, right? If you want a terrible relationship, base your happiness on the relationship. Now, this isn't to say that relationships make up that they don't make up some of our happiness, right? They do. Relationships get to add value to our lives, they get to add to our happiness, but we can't rely on our relationship to make us feel good. I can't say, oh, I am so down. I'm having a terrible day. It's my relationship's fault. If only I was in a different relationship, then I would feel differently, right? That is how you end up with a terrible relationship if you are just putting 100% of your happiness on The relationship. So what do we do instead? Okay. Instead you create your own happiness. You take responsibility for what makes me feel good. What do I need to do to fill up my cup? What does it look like for me to give to this relationship and meet this person halfway? How do I take ownership of my side of the street? And if I'm struggling in my mental health or I'm feeling down, how do I first look in the mirror and ask myself, what are the things that I can control? What are the things that I know maybe I have let go of, or maybe I've assumed, oh, my partner's going to be upset if I spend three nights a week going to yoga. So I have to give that up. So maybe I've made these false assumptions about what my partner wants for me. And I've allowed myself to lose myself, right? Like look in the mirror and do that first, take ownership over what you can control to create your own happiness, right? So that was number one, to have a terrible relationship, put the responsibility of your happiness onto your partner, Number two, if you want a terrible relationship, make sure that your words don't match up with your actions. Make sure that you just say all these things and make all these promises about how you're going to be different and how you want to spend time together or how you really value intimacy and you want to make time for you, for you and your partner to be intimate And you say all these words about how much you love and care for your partner. And then at the end of the day, make sure that your actions don't reflect that. Make sure that you are selfish or that your actions are just only thinking of yourself and you're not backing up your words with your actions. That's how you have a terrible relationship. One of the reasons that creates... Such a difficult dynamic is it erodes the trust. Can you guys feel me on that? Of like, if I say I'm gonna do something for my partner and I say this is a priority for me, and then my actions don't match up, do you think my partner trusts me? The answer is no, right? We build trust by our actions and our behaviors being in alignment. With our words and our commitments. So, not only do you hurt someone when your behaviors don't match your words, you also erode the trust. You erode the trust. And eventually, there can be so much resentment and pain and hurt that this is how relationships just break down over time. And you're just gonna have so much distancing, pulling away resentment, the trust will be gone. And there, there simply will be just like this whole air of, I can't even listen to you because you lie. You lie to me. I'm just going to tune you out. I'm going to disconnect from you. I'm going to pull away because you lie because your actions don't match your words. Ooh, I know I've been in a relationship like that. I'm sure a lot of you listening have been in those kinds of dynamics. And we know, we know how hurtful it is when someone can't follow through with their behaviors and ways of being. So what do we do instead? Here's what I really believe in. You want to make commitments that you can keep. And what's awesome is when you can actually lead change with your behaviors and your actions instead of with your words. So let's say my partner is wanting to work on being more romantic. He's very romantic, but we'll just say it as an example. I'm lucky. He's a, he's a romantic guy. But let's say he wanted to work on that. Instead of him coming to me and saying, hey, Morgan, I want to be more romantic. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And we're going to go on a date night, da 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 da. He could say all this stuff, right? What if instead he came to me and said, or sorry, he came to me with roses on a random Thursday. And the next week he says, "Hey, I've booked us a dinner out. You don't have to plan a thing. I'm taking you to dinner, and all you have to do is be ready to go at six o'clock." Notice how behaviors and actions have such a bigger impact, right? And if we apply that to ourselves of not just expecting that from someone else, but also like, wow, okay, what are the ways that I need to show up as a great partner? What would the actions and behaviors and ways of being, what would that look like as a great partner? Okay. I, I want to be able to show up that way myself instead of just using words. So reviewing this once again, if you want a terrible relationship, make sure that your actions don't match up with your words. And when we are doing this correctly, we're going to focus on our actions and we may not even have to say words. We may say them, But if we are saying them, then we better make sure our actions match up because that is some of the foundational trust that's being built, right? I need to trust my partner for secure attachment, that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. So if I am going to verbally commit to something, I better make sure I do it. Okay. The third way to have a terrible relationship is to think that you know your partner, is to make assumptions about your partner. So to think that, oh, this is the only way that they'll ever be in their career or to think that, oh, they would never want to do that. They're not open to that. They would never want to travel. They would never want to learn how to cook with me. They would never support me in my business idea right? If I'm assuming that I know my partner and I'm not leading with any curiosity, and I think that they must be the same as the first year that I got to know them, they've never changed. Then I will have a terrible relationship. The reason why is because people are growing. You are growing, your partner's growing, your relationship is growing. People grow and change. And when you just assume that you know someone, you cut yourself off from the growth. So what do we need to do instead? I feel like a lot of you would know this, but it's so important to remember, we need to lead with curiosity. Curiosity about ourselves, curiosity about our partner, curiosity about the relationship. If there's something that doesn't feel good, something you want to try, something you want to change. What if instead of assuming it's not available, what if you have a conversation and say, hey, how would you feel about going on a trip together? Or how would you feel about taking dance lessons together to work on our intimacy, whatever it is? Okay. Be Willing to be curious. And I love this quote. I think this is from Esther Perel. And she says, If you're lucky, you'll date seven people in your life, or you'll partner with seven different people in your life. And if you're really lucky, it'll be with all the same person. Because we do, we grow, we evolve, we become different people. And if you're in a partnership that is constantly assuming they know who you are, they've put you in a box, they've labeled you, they assume who you are, guess what? That's when partnership starts to die because we don't feel like we can grow. So if you have felt that way, or if your partner feels that way, it's time to remember for wonderful, long-term, connected, loving partnership we have to lead with curiosity. We never want to make assumptions. Allow your partner to surprise you as they grow and as they become someone different and allow you to surprise yourself as you grow and allow yourself to evolve within a relationship instead of thinking you have to be a certain way or always be into the same things, right? This is a silly example, but I think one example that I've had with my own relationship is um, maybe it's not that silly, but my, my boyfriend's willingness to get into personal development and get into building a vision board and learning what a morning alignment is. And he's meditating and journaling and he is reading uh, The Body Keeps the Score Right now is on his nightstand. And I go, wow, I am so grateful that I've been open to his growth. I've never expected him to do these things, but I've simply shared about me and what I do. And he's been growing in that way. And if I would have put him in a box as this fishy bro, by the way, that's like what they call people who are really into fishing okay? I don't know if y'all have ever heard this term, but I'm dating a fishy bro, okay? Um, If I would have just assumed that about him and thought that he was never open to growth or to getting into personal development, that may have cut off that part of his growth or our relationship. So you never want to assume. You want to be open, be open to growth, your own growth, your partner's growth. The relationship. And then that's how you maintain passion and connection for long periods of time. Well, these were the three ways to have a terrible relationship. And of course, we talked about what to do instead. As a recap, to have a terrible relationship, you want to make sure that you place your happiness onto someone else. They, that they, your partner has full responsibility for your happiness. You also want to make sure that your actions don't match up with your words. So make promises that you don't keep. And then you want to assume that you fully know your partner and put them in a box and not be curious about them or their growth. So those are the three ways that you have a terrible relationship. And what you want to do instead, you want to realize that you alone create your happiness. If you're feeling unhappy, start with you. Look at what you can take ownership over, what needs to change in your life. Um, The next thing you can do is make sure that your actions speak louder than your words and that you can even make changes just by actions alone. And if you are making verbal commitments or promises, that your actions match up because that's how you build trust in a relationship. And then finally, for a great relationship, you also wanna always be curious about yourself and about your partner and allowing each other to grow simultaneously. All right, I'm sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this short but powerful episode. And of course, of course, if you haven't heard already, the morning alignment journal is available. This has been years in the making. This is a daily practice that I do. Um, From what I can tell, it is going to take a little bit of time to get to you, but I promise it's worth it. So even if it says shipping is two to three weeks, it'll get to you and it'll be worth it. So I am excited about this practice being available to all of you because like I said, this is something that's totally changed my life. So if you haven't gotten it yet, go check it out. I'll put the link to the journal in the show notes. I believe you can also on Amazon just search morning alignment journal and it should come up, but I'll link it in the show notes so you have it. And I can't wait to hear from you as you all start your daily practice and the shifts that you start to notice. So you better post it on social and tag me because I want your feedback on the journal as you do it. Okay. I'm sending you so much love, wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram or Facebook make sure you tag me. It would mean the world to me if you took just a moment to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this show grow, the more people will be able to help. Until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.